0: to the first episode in the process of healing this podcast is just a journey on how i've healed on these past couple of years meeting and engaging with people in a conversation about their healing process and how they feel they've grown as an individual um this first season is called who am i and it's really important i feel like a lot of people may not know who they are in their life and not saying that I have it all clued up <laughs> but more so that I feel like I've come into my own identity and I'm really thankful for that and with that being said my first guest which I feel so blessed to share this moment with like really really blessed and I'm very thankful is my mom. hi mom. <laughs>
1: Thank you, I feel really honoured that you thought about me as a person who could be a guest on this adventure that you've taken on, so thank you, and thank you for being my son. Mm.
0: I'm not going to, yeah, I've been emotional these past couple of weeks, so I'm not even (laughs) going to. Um, Let's start, this is exciting, how do you feel?
1: not sure i'm not sure where i'm gonna go with this okay i'm happy to do it so let's do this
0: okay i just want you to know that this is a safe space it's an open space this is as much as you want to give and we're on this journey together all the way cool
1: thank
0: you no worries okay so let's start if i use the word healing what does that mean to you
1: I mean, the first few words that pop into my head when I hear the word healing is getting better. Okay. Um, And I guess thinking deeper about those words, it will be... If reflecting on it and thinking about life, and I, I always refer to life as being a journey, so being on the journey is building up that better version of yourself... And so I guess healing in that sense and in the, um, in deeper thinking will mean with each day building a better version of myself, which wow. I guess will involve learning more, listening more, but not just listening, hearing more, as my yeah. children have taught me <laughs> in the last few years, mum, you listen, but you don't hear. And I thought I was a really good listener, Um uh, And so part of building a better version of myself has involved making sure I listen and hear what is being said. So, yes, I hope that answers your question. No,
0: that does. I I, want to pick up on the point of you thought you were a really good listener. I think you were. I think you're a phenomenal listener now. but I think you were a good listener, but you were good at listening to the points that you felt was most necessary to deal with at the time does that make sense so let's say i was going through something and the focal point of my whole like i don't want to say breakdown but almost like when i'm not feeling okay you would pick up on the one specific thing that would probably was the thing that was rubbing me the wrong way and then you would focus on that and then you would digress that and talk to us about how we can get over that bridge does that make sense in what i'm saying
1: Um, As I mentioned, um, I feel like I have developed into a better listener in the sense of hearing what's being said. And so on that note, I'm going to say, yes, I hear what you're saying, although I I find it difficult to define or explain why I may not have been good at hearing what was being said, but what I can say today is I feel that and believe that I'm a wiser person and that has allowed me to take on board what's being said. I think the younger me would have thought, I do listen. <laughs> I have heard what you said. But I'll say that in the last maybe year or so, what I've learned to do is to take blame accept what they're saying to me, even if I don't agree, um, it's about listening, hearing what they're saying and directing at me and saying, okay, you know, I may not agree what you're saying but but I take it on, I take the blame, I can see where I may have gone wrong whereas I think before it would be more nope, I did this right, and that's the way it is. I think that's mm. where the problem might have been, or I believe the problem was for me, and I feel better in myself because I'm able to say, "Yeah, I see where I went wrong." Okay. Um, from my children's point of view, you know, you- and I and I agree. I'm not going to say I've taken the blame. But I disagree. They're wrong. I'm right. It's about accepting it and saying okay um where you think i may have been coming from isn't quite where i have in, in my heart but i have to understand and take on board what's being said and i think that's where the hearing comes into it because i i am take i am actually taking on board what's being said okay yeah
0: do you think that's in terms of making sure that your intentions are actually clear or, like, showing us what you intend to... Because I feel like you you always come from a place of love and I've been saying this a lot recently, like, I only want to speak with love or, like, even if I'm upset with you, it still comes from a place of love. Um, And I think that's something I've learned from you. So I've never personally I can only talk for myself not for the rest of my siblings but I do I always felt like your decisions came from love and the experiences that you've had Mm
1: -hmm.
0: therefore anything that you wanted from us or wanted for us Mm -hmm. was because you loved us so much that you didn't want us to have to go through the same experiences Mm
1: -hmm.
0: does that make sense
1: Yep, that makes sense yeah yes i understand that oh i'm i am hearing
0: (laughs) (laughs) um you also spoke about being wiser now we've had this conversation multiple times and you know like i've always said it since i was little i don't believe like the saying you know age is wisdom i i prefer to say with experience there's wisdom in it And yes, most definitely, I do feel like, obviously, the older you get, you should gain more experiences. However, some people just live a very normal, well, atypical life where it's just very bog-standard. Like, they do the same thing on repeat every day. And I don't know how much experience you can get from that, personally. But I think typically in like my circumstance or the circumstances that we've spoken about i think has provided a lot of experience for one us and our family and for me in this journey that i'm going on so do you want to elaborate on what you think wiseness means to you and do you think that there is a connection to being wise and healing
1: there's definitely a strong connection between getting wiser and healing um and i understand what you mean by it being really annoying when people equate being wiser or gaining wisdom with age the reason why it happens to kind of go hand in hand is You have no choice but to have had experiences as you get older. Therefore, that then generally equates to getting wiser. And saying that, though, you will get people who are 70 and you will not believe how naive they can be. Maybe even going as far as to say how silly, in inverted commas, they can be in some of... The decisions they'll make or some of the things that they say um and so that doesn't necessarily mean because you're older therefore you're wiser in everything yes someone may make a comment at the age of 17 think what made them say that i thought they were meant to be old but they may not be wiser in what they're saying i think what comes to mind is maybe race they might make um, a racist comment. And by that, I don't mean just um, your typical conversation of white against black. I'm just saying race Chidari-ky. in general. It could be a black person who said something against a white person. Mm. Or um, um, a, a topic of conversation a lot these days is um, homosexuality, um, yeah. homophobic comments by people who are older or religion. Um, And they may make comments and you think, well, I thought you were meant to be older. So I hope that kind of answers what you're saying, that I'm in agreement with you. I don't don't think age necessarily equates to total um, wisdom overall. Mm. But I would hope that if you are older, that you've gained wisdom in some aspect of your life. Yeah. Um, If that makes any sense at all. Um, and I feel that some people gain more wisdom than others along this journey because they don't just ignore their experiences. Because you can experience things and not gain much from it. Take anything from it, Yes. Yeah.
0: But this is—I think—that's a beautiful thing. Like you always, you always have a way of like if something happens, when you always say to me like, "Okay, but what did you learn from it?" Yeah. or what is it that you've taken from it? Mm. Like even if it hurts, mm. like we were speaking earlier about like someone in the, like my chosen family, mm. like that really hurt when they disappeared because mm. it was like I'm not one to always ask for help, and I know that, and I'm working on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but for once, I felt like okay, I've, I'm asking like. I I need I need support, and they were nowhere to be seen, mm-hmm. and that for me was like, it was a lot. It was a lot. So I appreciate I I do appreciate that, and I do appreciate that age is definitely a thing that I can only say so much of what I've experienced at my age, and I do feel like. What I've experienced so far, my age is very not probably normal by my age, which is also kind of cool. And I feel like this is why I'm doing something like this because it's. I feel like I'm in a place in my life where I want to learn. I want I want people to teach me. I want people to. I want also to understand that we all learn from each other. Like there's something that I can teach you. And this stuff that you've taught me and that we can, like, all work together, like, cohesively and just try and make this, like, bubble of, like, beautifulness, hopefully. That's, like, the end goal. But in terms of age, which is really interesting. So, Grandma, the other day, pronoun correct me. So, we were talking about Sam Smith. And then, literally, I accidentally said he. I know that they are they. And grandma went to me, uh, no, 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 papa, that is not, that's not their pronouns, it's they. And I literally looked at grandma and I was like, oh my God, like,
1: you're
0: you're my grandma and you're correcting me. Like that for me was like so beautiful. Like that was like, as soon as they said it, I knew I was wrong, but at the same time it was like, I got checked by someone that's lived a life. And they can also understand that. They can understand that to a level.
1: Mm.
0: And this whole thing of, oh, it's too difficult. It's all... Di-. like. There's been a lot of things that's been difficult to work through. But it's about how we, we're we doing it. How, how do we work through these, you know, so-called problems? Or, like, how do we get through it? Because I feel like now more so, I'm seeing openly people are more comfortable in themselves like just to be who they are and i feel like if you've got all these things that are oppressing you in life you can never truly heal within if you're not even comfortable with the identity that you're sitting in because that's you're basically not allowed to be you so how do you ever heal from that that for me is painful and is. Quite frustrating, but yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to go in a bit more about like how I was raised and childhood. Um, I think childhood is a very difficult topic, regardless any family anywhere. Um, I feel like I I learn a lot from my childhood, a lot and i didn't i appreciate it then like what you did for me like in regards to my relationship with my father like i think we're cordial i think he is a good guy and i can see that and i do see he loves you and that i can't fault never do you wish that i have i don't think we have a bad relationship but do you think do you wish we had a better one or one that you envisioned i don't know what you envisioned actually did you envision a certain relationship with your child and their father or
1: um Just looking at it on face value, I'd say yes. My answer to that would be yes. I would... um, I would have or would like to see a, a better relationship to the one you have now. I mean, it's acceptable, of course. I'm not saying you're here, you're living a life where you absolutely hate each other whatever that's not what i'm suggesting for one minute but the older and wiser me i'll I'll claim it i am wiser (laughs) (laughs) the older and wiser me understands and i do get that in life things are not perfect um and so i can appreciate when things aren't quite what you have in mind it's okay i've learned that um someone might think well did you not know that before but i think i appreciate it more now that things are not perfect because as a teacher more and more i see how much we mold Mm. the system molds people
0: Mm. including
1: me i'm not excluded at all so for me at the moment my my campaign is fairy tales should not be the way they are um your traditional fairy tale will end with and they lived happily ever after to me i think psychologically that's so dangerous because Mm. it gives us this impression that life is all about being happy and it's not um and so to think that you're going to have children and they're going to have this wonderful relationship and we're all going to live happily ever after I no longer have that. But I know that when I was growing up, I think it was something that I longed for. Mm. um, Consciously or subconsciously. Because that's what is in your face. That's what you may watch on screen. Mm. That's what these books are telling you. And I see it. I see it now. I see what educators put out to these young people and I think we really need to start thinking about you know what, you're angry, that's fine, you don't get on with that person that's fine mm-hmm. we have this thing of everybody should be friends, we're all friends aren't we well no actually we don't have to all be friends yeah. um, I think we should be um, respectful definitely, but we don't all have to play with each other if we don't want to um if if we're different as adults we we won't hang around with somebody who's very different we might do but that's all that's a choice and i think we should be given that choice from when we're younger and we should also see life in the way that you're not always going to get on with people because i think especially in primary school we give this impression that you're always going to get on with people everyone's going to be fine so this takes me back to answering your question the relationship you have with your father should it be this perfect relationship? The older and wiser me will say no. As long as it's yeah. okay, that's it. That's all right. I'm not. It would be silly of me to wish for this fairy tale image that we get. Yeah, I hope that answers your question. No, that did answer my
0: question. I I also feel like, interestingly, we spoke earlier as well that you you did mention in certain cultures that being black culture i i know i know it to be true like when i dated someone that was spanish they also said the spanish culture is very much so like that like you're very you can talk amongst your family or like your immediate family but beyond that no one knows and i feel like even oh i was even talking to my turkish friend about it like they're very passionate but they won't talk about many things or things that are unheard of. So I don't know if it's a human thing, but I do see, I guess this the community that I'm in also, is that in the black community, like, for whatever reason, that's everything that happens stays indoors. And I do believe, like, I'm not here to tarnish people's names and in, like nothing like that. Um, I also do want to acknowledge that this me stating this as something to be true to myself and I want to make that very clear that it's true to me that we do this thing where we keep everything inside so we don't we never talk about it and then we get to this age or we get older and as you mentioned this fairy tale and then we go okay well I want to I want to change the narrative now I'm gonna I going to make it even better and then we must strive in to make it even better than how our parents made it for us or so-called how bad it was when we were growing up Mm. then we just start making the same mistakes because we're not even acknowledging that that was the thing that happened Mm. and i think now knowing that or feeling that i've acknowledged that okay the things that may have happened or not even may but did happen and we've had those open discussions and i think this is what's important about this healing process and why i'm doing this is that we do have we we start having these difficult conversations let's start having these open dialogues like that's what's gonna make an effective change the conversation that let someone be brave enough to be the start of that conversation and i and i just want to say thank you also that's really important to me to say thank you because it takes also a lot to have to hear it or to have to acknowledge okay This is how I feel about the situation. And also, you're obviously going to have your own thoughts and feelings on it as well. So, what do you think during my childhood that you wish that you could have implemented then? Does that make sense? So, what you do now, what would you want to implement then, but also... Bearing in mind I also do believe in everything happens for a reason, and that's definitely from you. But <laughs> is there anything that you would have liked to have done?
1: Um, I think for me generally where I'm at now, I feel it's pointless wishing for something that's already gone. I really do. I think mm-hmm. what's really important is what you do afterwards. Yeah. Um, so it's not something that I think about, what I could have done, because there's no point. Um And also, another reason why, I mean, I say my reason is because there's nothing I can do about what's gone before, but another reason why is, and you touched on it not so long ago, is everything's for a reason. I believe that whatever happens is meant to happen. Okay, maybe, maybe it could have happened slightly differently, but I feel that it was meant to be. So, yeah, there's in answer to your question there isn't really anything that I think about that I think oh I could have done this I don't I mean I think something that comes to mind is yes I was a young mum and even with you I was I was still I was still been considered fairly young in my late 20s um I, I had three children mm. um and, and what springs to mind I know it may seem like it's not related but it is because having children I can't change that I've had them but I have always always said I will never change having my children I mean not that I could change it but I'll never <laughs> change it. I have no regrets whatsoever I love my children dearly they are significant in my life they are my driving force in achieving um and they're in my life for a reason mm. so in answer to your question no. I I don't even think about it. I think maybe the younger me might have thought about, oh gosh, I could have done it this way, but I keep keep making reference to the older me Mm. um, because I've learned so much from my children in the last year and a bit. Um, And maybe I think at this point I can also share um, one of the big things that I learned. So when my children speak to me, I... Often, I think I still do it now, but not as much. I would often refer to something that had happened in my life um as a way of I thought I was doing it right um as a way of um showing them i that I really understood what they were saying that I really understood what they were saying, so i'd I'd make reference to something that had happened to me little did I know that it was irritating them to hell and it was like they they had this thing that actually mum this is about me it's not about you and I, I was thinking I was being so helpful giving them something from my life that will show them that oh I just totally understand you anyway here we are today I have listened and I've heard that that really irritates them and they feel like Um, I am making that conversation at the time mine but you know what that's totally opposite to what I was trying to do but anyway um, (laughs) we're here today and I've learned that um, and yes I just keep learning I keep learning and thank you to my children I love them so much if you didn't know that I'm saying it again I love them so much and I will not change anything
0: Um, in regards to that comment it's not so i'm as i said talking to to, yeah yeah so i'm talking for me it wasn't so much that it was irritating it was more so to do with the fact that like the conversation what we were like you're trying to have with you then turned into like this is what happened for me but Acknowledging it or understanding it now, I feel like it's more comes from a place of maybe those were topics that you never healed from. So, if anything, I learned more from it because it was like, okay, these are discussions that you need to have, or these are the conversations that you never felt like you could have, but now you're in a place that you can have them. So, I never, it didn't necessarily irritate me, but what it did do, and I know, like, I, I know I do it as well. I definitely go, oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I can relate to that because of this. And I think it's just a human instinct to go, oh, yeah, 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 I know how that feels because I went through this. But the point of it is almost to comfort the person, but sometimes I think, depending on how you deliver it, can come across as, oh, like, I don't know, call it like a struggle Olympics, but almost like, oh, yeah, I've been through it, or maybe worse. I think we all know a person or people that you try and have an open dialogue with them and you're like okay cool this is how i feel and then they go yeah but you know it can't be that bad because a b and c happened to me and it's like i wasn't comparing notes i was just like i was just i needed someone to talk to and then you start to find the people that you can talk to about conversations and do you get where I'm coming from?
1: Well, I'd like to think I'm not that kind of person. And yes, I know the kind of people that you're talking about who just take over a conversation completely. And I thought I wasn't doing that. But I guess if you get that sense of, okay, here she goes again, then I have to respect that. And I hope I'm doing a lot better than I was before. So now, you know, guys, I don't even volunteer <laughs> my experiences unless it's absolutely needed so now yes i just listen i i will i work hard i think I, i'm still kind of i kind of maybe will share something from my life but not as much anymore i listen
0: no but i love it i do love no, it because days
1: are over it's done
0: now no but it's like we would have some conversations and then you just bring up something and i'm like w- when did that happen and then like but it's so good to know because it's like oh my god like my my mom is human and i feel that's another thing like power trips i don't know like you can really get into the You're a child i'm the adult you must listen to me i only i know all the answers so then you get to a point or, like, a certain age, I don't know, for me anyway, you want to seek out those answers in your parents. But then, for me anyway, it kind of made me realise, oh, wait, no one knows what they're doing. We're just we're all just playing this game the same way. Like, we're all going in kind of blind. Like, we think we know it all. And I think there is a lot of people that think that, oh, I, I know how to, you know, win at life if, if it's even a competition. But do you know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, ugh, I feel like people equate also money to winning in life but then you mm. from what i've seen people are still so unhappy so uh, what i want to ask you is is that what do you think has helped you or benefited you in one healing and two in having certain conversations with people like wh- what is it that you gain from it
1: from healing or benefit from
0: from just talking to people because i i think that's like my biggest tool like talking to people like we can talk for hours on end yeah 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 we can we, we can talk but it's very strange to me because for other people i can't even utter a word like i find it so difficult to just even express like how my big toes feeling sometimes like that's how difficult it gets like rather than me just being like okay, this was going through my head. Or like, I'll say everything else around it, but the main cause as to why I'm feeling that way. So one, okay, let me redo that question. One, do you have people that, like your go-to people that you have your conversations with? And two, those go-to people that you have your conversations with, what is it that helps you in that moment? What What is the tools that help you that you get from that person?
1: um i think um again um what isn't your thing with age (laughs) I i think a lot of what i'm doing now has a lot to do with age and again i feel there is a childhood image that i had that you have this friend and you tell them everything I think it works up to a point. Um, for me now, there are times when I feel really alone because I think I can't talk about that thing to anybody. And then there are times when I think, gosh, I've got lots of people. I can say this to them. Mm. And so I think what I'm saying is, depending on what it is, yeah. I feel like I can speak up. And there are times when I think... Uh, who can I say this to so I don't I find prayer I p- pray mm-hmm. I'm not your typical typical Christian I was born Christian, so i I guess I describe myself as being Christian but yeah. I'm one I think there's a word f- for it but although i don't I don't think I fit in that definition there is a word about Someone who respects all other religions but isn't sticking to one, but I don't think I quite fit into that. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going off topic now. Anyway, um, prayer also another thing that I found, um, I guess again is another image that we have as we're growing up that if you talk to yourself, you're crazy. Mm. Um, so I done, I, I did, and I like to do a lot of walking, and as I walk when i'm walking in um along and there're not many people i've got to, i'm conscious then yeah. i will talk out loud to myself yeah and i yes and i talk and i find that helpful i'm not saying it to anyone in particular but i'm speaking it out and that feels good and some people i know they um use a journal they write things out that hasn't worked for me or oh, I haven't even tried it. But I think talking it out, going for walks. Um I heard somewhere that the trees or something are helpful. Trees, hugging trees. Have oh, you I've done never, that? No, I've never hugged a tree. Oh, you but hug a tree. just walking along, seeing trees, which there are not many in London, but enough. They're <laughs> enough to see. Yeah. That could um help in um today's topic of healing. So yes. Um I don't know if I've answered your question there. Uh, talking because you said who do i talk, talk to, to you. so i talk i talk out to myself
0: <laughs> to yourself that's cool um,
1: and i said specific topics i yeah. feel it depends on what it is i will um yeah i talk to yeah. certain people or there are times when i don't just talk at all i ever say anything
0: i love the tree thing reason being it's so <laughs> i went on a walk with a friend <laughs> and he was like hug a tree have you ever hugged a tree before and i was like why would i hug a tree it's like no it's the energy like (laughs) send you back to the world i was like do you know what like why not and we hugged this tree and it was really nice um but in that moment like at first i was like oh this must be people staring because we're in the middle of a park hugging a tree but you know and then for a moment he he was like okay just breathe just relax. Just no one cares. No one cares that you're hugging a tree, mm-hmm. and I think there's a there's something to do with that psychologically, like worrying about whatever what everyone else is thinking, or thinking about you, or how you are being perceived. And once I dropped that, just for a moment, and just it was just me and that tree. It was like the tree was hugging me back, and that was so comforting because I feel like we seek out as humans a lot of us i'm not saying all of us but a lot of us seek out physical touch in other people but there's numerous ways of doing that it doesn't necessarily need to be another human that's why people i think love cats so much or dogs they show you unconditional love and i think if i would say to win in life is Finding the things that make you feel unconditional love, I think maybe that's where it is. Because I feel like, not to say I, I I never felt loved or anything like that, but it goes back to that fairy tale understanding of you know they lived happily ever after. I guess in my head it was like my family are not quite that happy ever after yet, or like we'll talk about the topic of homes or something feeling like your home, and I feel like. And we've spoken about this. Like, I felt like where we lived, um, it was where I grew up. Not necessarily a home. Does that make sense? And it's not anything to do with you. It's just I think I was trying to find myself in different space. Not, yeah, I tried to find myself in different spaces. So I never felt like I quite. I didn't fit in. And growing up, you used to call me the black sheep of the family. Which is not its not a bad thing. Like, I spoke about it with my, <laughs> my therapist. And then she she was the one that made me acknowledge, like, but why is that a bad thing? Why is it a bad thing? And I think it's, like, the idea of feeling ostracised. Because I felt like my sisters had a thing. Like, they, they had that bond. And, like, as much as everyone would say me and my older sister are, are close which we are and my little sister were close they just had this thing and i could never i wouldn't i felt like I never quite completely fit it does that make sense and then like my brother you know he's larger than life so <laughs> i'm i'm not quite up there i feel like i can be quite fun or whatever but not quite there so it just left me kind of in my own world So, finding what was like home for me, I guess, would be what I always call my chosen family, and I feel like my chosen family are really important to me, like really important to me. And I didn't, I didn't acknowledge how important they were to me until these past couple of years. Like, I feel like it was just a given. It was like, okay, yeah, you are my home, and but actually, like, they're just they're more than that. They are like. My stability there my you know my grounding the the people that i can go and talk to when i don't feel like i can talk to anyone when those moments where you feel alone so it's very interesting what do you what do you think is home because i think home is very important in terms of a starting or a foundation of healing So find home in something and maybe it's finding home in yourself Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Yes, I understand what you're saying. And as you were sharing um, things that have gone through your mind or things you've spoken about, it then kind of made me think, what is home? Is home physical or is home within you? Mm. And I feel the physical is indoors, yeah and the home is within you making yourself comfortable accepting that the physical is the physical it is what it is um but home truly is you and not even anyone can give you home yeah um i think that sound that sounds quite deep but it just it's not something I've thought about till you've just directed that question at me um, and you mentioned earlier about people having a lot of money, but still being really unhappy and I know I grew up um thinking that that's what I want. I needed to buy the house, I needed to have the expensive car again, I have to make reference to that older me it's i mean i'm not for one moment (laughs) people (laughs) i'm not for one moment suggesting that every older person is going through this but for me personally Mm. the older me is really really significant the older me um knows that it's i have no interest in buying a big house Mm. i have a lot of interest in having a place to go to to be indoors Um, not to be outside, feeling really cold when it's snowing, Um, being able to come indoors and have something to eat, to drink, somewhere to sleep. That's the essentials. But a home, the older me, (laughs) the older me believes a home is within you. And that home, is when you're at peace with yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: When you're okay with what you're doing. Not for one minute am I saying that that home will not be shaken. Mm. You may have some serious earthquakes. People come along and you will feel those trembles.
0: Mm. Mm. That is how
1: you deal with them. And it's not going to be easy. Mm. Um. But yeah, that home... Is
0: you. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I I I would agree. I do think home is within you, and I love that you mentioned, like, metaphorically, like there will be earthquakes. <laughs> mm. And I wasn't expecting. I felt like I became very comfortable in my home, for a long time, and I didn't know that I was comfortable. But I didn't, I wasn't aware that I was quite content in myself. And I think for a a lot of people around me would always say, you're so sure of yourself. You're so, you're just you. Like I went through like a weird time and I can't even remember what triggered it. I know that I was having a group discussion and everyone was describing each other and like everyone's getting all these like lovely, like, Oh, you're you're amazing because you do this, this, and this, and you're just so like courageous, and you're so because you know you're able to do this. And then it got to me, and everyone was like, "And you're just Khalid," and I was like, "Oh," and it it really threw me off because I was like, "Oh, I was I was waiting for the words, I was waiting for like you're this because you do this," but it was you're Khalid, and I was like, "How do I sit with that?" like what what does that mean mm. so that went on for like a good year or two where i was like what the hell does that mean so then i started calling up people being like can you describe me describe me please and they'll be like you're kind of didn't it and it just kept happening like even i called te that's my sister um being like how do you would how would you describe me she went you're kind of didn't it like why why are you asking me this question but now looking back on it it's because i am me that's what there, there's no words to describe me because i i'm just me and i'm happy with that and that's my home but then because i was so wrapped up in trying to be described and then I then i let in other energies which caused an earthquake which then made me describable that made me then people could be like Oh, you're like this because you're dealing with this. Or you're like this because you don't want to talk. And then the descriptions that I was looking for was not positive at all. It was just negative. It was just, why are you so quiet? Why why are you not getting involved? Why don't you like this? And that was hard because I was yearning for this description of who I am as an individual. But why am I getting that external validation when i already knew where the home was mm. and i think a lot of us we go out searching for ourselves and it is as cheesy as it sounds we just need to look in and now i'm being me again i feel happier than ever like and i think yeah it make it's like we were talking about earlier searching for that fairy tale so technically speaking i i had a fairy tale at one point i i was living with my partner at the time we had a dog like everything was good i was getting paid well i was getting paid real well but by the end of the day i was burnt out i wasn't happy well i love i love my takiki but i just wasn't okay i really wasn't okay mentally and because i wasn't okay mentally that then seeped into my physical like my body will be aching or like i'll just feel drained i wouldn't want to talk to people i would shut off um i think we don't talk much about how mentally mental things can interrupt our physical and it's very important and i kind of want to divert this into coping mechanisms because i think instead of Trying to achieve to heal or trying to want to heal, we start to just start coping. So, I want to say, I love one thing I do love, and I've always said that I love this about our relationship is that how open you were about talking about sex and the topics of sex. Because, especially in the predicament I was in, I didn't if I didn't have those conversations, I don't know how I would have seeked out, sought out, sought out, thank you, sought out um, that information. And I'm actually rather glad because I've heard stories or like my friends have told me, oh yeah, this is how I found out about this.
1: Mm.
0: And it's not cool. Like, it's not nice. So, on the topic of sex, do you think that you may have used that as a coping in a part of your life or no? Maybe so? I'm
1: not clear on your question. Can you... So,
0: sex, did you ever use it as a tool to help you cope with things or... This could be for anything.
1: No, I... No, No, I've never used... No. I wouldn't say... Or, what I have in my head of how people use sex to manage, I never went down that route. And this is not even to try and put out an image of myself of being, oh, goodness, I'm so amazing. It it (laughs) wasn't, it wasn't, no, it it wasn't that at all. What I can say, um, so, warning, I'm gonna get deep here. Um, So, my children know this. I have had a few um, times of being sexually abused. Um, The earliest, when I was about three. Um, And it's something that I'm working on a personal project to deal with, um, to put out there. But moving on and answering this question, um, in talking about healing and coping, I would rather say that i have used masturbation more as a coping tool definitely um and still do
0: oh
1: um yeah i think it's a great release um i it's it's something that i think about a lot and just being open about i wish people will be more open about it not in. I'm saying I'm suge- for one minute suggesting that I'm going to go and talk to little children and say this is what you must do, but it's something that I've done from a very young age. And I mean, people say young, and then they tell me thirteen, and I think hmm. I was actually as far back as I can remember, maybe five, six, oh. um, I'm masturbating. And I do believe that it's not unique to me. I think there are other people out there doing it. Um, I don't know if it's a thing of whether we should talk about it more. Actually, now that I'm talking it out, I'm just like, "Mm, what are you saying here? I'm not (laughs) sure. Um, But it's a thing. I think, no, I don't think at five, six, it would be a conversation I had because i wasn't in that kind of environment and how useful it w- would it have been then mm. but i think as we get older maybe it's a conversation that we could have and i know that is a conversation that i've openly had with my children which is really nice to be able to do that mm. um anyway answering your question good i've gone around or, no gone it's around good it's good it's good um Yes, I'd say that more so. That's what I would. I used.
0: I think I should clarify two things. One yeah. being, I meant sexual natures. Did you use anything of a sexual nature to help you cope with like inner struggles and stuff like that? And also, I want to also clarify the conversations that we would have about sex weren't in detail. Yeah. It was. It was never like. Yeah,
1: please. We'll let's clarify.
0: Let's <laughs> clarify that it was never. It, it was never a detailed thing. It was just always like okay, these are the benefits. It was very, you know, informative. These are the benefits of doing this. Make sure you do this. Make sure you're safe. You know, go clinic. Um, just just make sure that you feel good. Make sure there's consent involved. It, it was very much those conversations. It wasn't ever, yeah, you know what I yes. mean. Yes, okay, cool. Let's just <laughs> put that out there. Um, but yeah, I do, I do think, yeah, it's a topic that we should probably talk about more. Because my sexual orientation, let's just go to that. My sexual orientation. Going back to just being Khalid, I, I I appreciate and I acknowledge that it is important to identify it with labels and so forth. Um, I just feel like I've been very fortunate, and I, I have to acknowledge my my privilege in this is that i'm a part of a family that i've just i was just able to you know have a female over and say okay that's my partner and then also have a male over and then go that's my partner not not at the same time but you know what i mean like when i was dating one person then dating another like and you guys were like cool and then the second time it was like cool like it was it was never like what the heck is going on it was just like okay this way it is. um and that i think that was very vital for me But if you don't mind, can we also talk about, so in terms of what I think people use as a coping tool, like sexual nature, that then translate into abuse and stuff like that. How candid you were with me about that topic in reference to uh, things that have happened for me? I thought I would always be prepared if it ever did come about. And I knew that, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I knew I thought, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, you know, tell, tell my mom, report it, get that person needs to do like, you know, get in trouble for whatever they done. Um, I'm very thankful for when I did tell you about what had happened to me. Um, it was, a. Uh, very weird time because it happened just before COVID, and then the time where I probably would have been distracted by work or been distracted by people, I never had that opportunity. I was just solemn by myself. I literally stayed in the bedroom for like two weeks. Like I think the only time I got up was to go pee, and then back to the room. And even then, like it was, it was just, it was bad. Like I wasn't eating. It was, yeah. But then I didn't tell you for about a year and a half or two. But did you have a sense that something had happened or? No. You didn't have a clue?
1: Mm, Not specifically. That that was the issue. But I knew you were doing things to cope, if you get what I mean.
0: Mm.
1: especially when i look back i think i could lie and say yeah i knew but (laughs) um i think when i look back i think you would have called me and i thought that doesn't sound right Mm. um and so yeah i think later i realized there was something not right but Mm. i couldn't say at the time specifically Mm. yes i spotted it um and maybe that's the time where I was listening, but not hearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like a pinnacle point
0: where I was like, nah, I'm not okay, is when you called me and I was angry. I was just angry. Like, I think you know what I'm talking about. And I started swearing. I wasn't, like, I wasn't hearing. Okay. <laughs> no, there was a time and I was at my sister's and you called me and I was just i was fed up with like i was fed up i think we had like a discussion about my father and it wasn't it wasn't even anything it wasn't even any, like nothing had happened really but i, was, like, I don't want to talk about i don't want to talk about him i was like i want to talk about our relationship i want to talk about do you not remember and i was like i want you to f and listen
1: yeah.
0: and you're like you're like i don't have a problem with what you said it's just the fact that you said i need to f and listen
1: no, I don't remember. You remember that? It, one. No, it no. was
0: so. We I did, can, and I we only remember
1: a... a time when you've lost it completely, which was to do with you moving out, but I don't remember this one at all.
0: Oh, this one? Because we, then we fit, like FaceTimed for like three hours the next day, trying to talk about it, and we just spoke about everything. We spoke about. No, I don't you remember. You don't remember? So more,
1: I'm linking it more to when you moved out. I'm, I'm not that... But maybe it was all linked up. I mean, again, like I said, sometimes something happens and you cut off from the whole Experience. incident and yeah. just there are only a few bits that you remember, so maybe that's why. But it could be this. We're talking... We. I mean, you were definitely at your sister's. Um, yeah. The one yeah. I'm thinking of. But I don't remember it being mainly related to your father. It was mainly... To do in moving out, and how I was, you felt like how I didn't believe in you, um, mm. and I remember it from that. But maybe that came up as well. But obviously, I mean, yeah, I think, I think
0: it, about, it was all yeah, combobulated least, in all uh, yes. of it. yeah, because yes. I just remember swearing yes, and then I that's sw- the
1: only once in your life, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 Africa. I, I, you know, when I teach, I say to children, the African lady's coming out. The African lady's coming de- out now. Um, <laughs> that's the one and only time that I recall you swearing. Right. I mean, as I in it directed that- at me. Yeah. I mean, well, no, it wasn't even directed at me, but it was part of a something that you were saying yeah. to me that involved swearing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I, uh, I lost. Yeah, I couldn yeah. I lost myself yeah. in that moment, but I. <laughs> As we said earlier, I do think things are meant to happen for a reason, mm. and I think that needed to happen. I think one being, I don't feel like, and I can't, I can't talk on this as much because I'm not directly a parent, mm. but I think it must be really difficult that transition when your child becomes an adult, because I feel like I wanted you to love me as your child for sure, mm. but then respect me as an adult. And I think with that comes time also. But I feel like at the time, I was like, you're looking at me as a baby. Or oh, how I felt anyway. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's what mm-hmm. you were doing. Mm-hmm. I felt like I I don't have time. Ta- like, not I don't have time for this. But it's like, I was like, if you don't want to catch up, or if you don't want to have an understanding of how I'm feeling, then I, I, don't, have, I, I don't have time to... I don't to, need to listen to this. I don't this. need to listen to this right now. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, but I'm, then...
1: When you reflect, what I was working on, um moving us on, moving you on to, I was right though, right?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were, you were. I was right. I don't know if
0: you were necessarily right. I was. No, I needed to. I was. I, I needed to. But I, know yes. what I know what you're referring to I yes. definitely know what you're referring to but what I'm saying is I definitely needed that jump I needed that jump mm. I know that that whole time in my life was like lesson after lesson after lesson <laughs> um, just so they know you're currently rolling your eyes but <laughs> <laughs> I definitely it's something that needed to happen and the lessons that came from it what I can only say was true blessings because that's when I noticed okay who are the people that I should have around me and you know I'm a great believer in like energy in the universe I remember one day coming back from work exhausted like done literally done and I think I've told you the story before. And I went upstairs, started crying and crying. And I just like went on my knees and I was like, you know what, universe, no, for real, remove any negative energy that's not one, deserving of me, two, that should be around me. If it's not helping me to grow as a human, as a person, as a friend, as a partner. Remove it because it's it's not it's not working right now. This is not working. Yeah, that that happened too fast. It, it, it literally after that happened, things started rolling. People were leaving. People weren't talking. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's too quick. That was too quick.
1: <clears throat>
0: but it was perfect timing. And we, as we've discussed, we we know timing is everything, and yeah do you want to elaborate on time
1: (laughs) um back to my older self (laughs) no no, i'm joking but um i appreciate more timing i can look back and think well if that hadn't happened happened then this wouldn't be like this Mm -hmm. i feel i reflect on my life and i think quite surprised i'm i i did not become this delinquent out there maybe Mm -hmm. drinking or whatever yes i had my first two what's considered as young or maybe even just the first one um i felt when i was 18 when i was young but i do believe it needed to happen it really was an amazing um event in my life i just wanted to find a word to describe it but yes um like i say i have never been you know when i went back to study people and i met people who were moms and were like oh i regret having my children and i've always said i do not regret having my children um i i know my dissertation i dedicated it to my children because they allowed me to do what i did and what makes me even more proud is the fact that i look at my friends who didn't have their children as young as i did but we've achieved the same you know i've i've got the so-called what society looks at i've got the degree i did my post-grad um into teaching i've done it uh yeah so timing of things happening in your life and like i mentioned before i'm not saying every older person displays this whole i have learned i am wiser what i am saying is as you get older you are given opportunities to learn, opportunities mm-hmm. to build better versions of yourself. And I say versions because it could change from time to time. And with your experiences, with what you hear, with what your children... With what you hear, yeah. With what your children <laughs> tell you, um, with what happens at work. It could even be what happens in the shop or on the bus. Oh, I
0: love those ones. Like, those, you know those... St- those moments that don't even make sense. Mm. Like, I was walk it sorry to call you off. I sorry, I'm doing to-
1: what
0: I do. Go <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's um, fine. so it's just because it popped in my head. I was walking through the park, like, near my house. Ha- this is when everything was like, okay, kicking. like it was okay, but I was like, I'm not okay. Mm. Um, I walked through this park, and this lady went, Excuse me, and I was like, Yeah, she's like, Could you just come and sit with me? It's like, Uh, yeah, okay, like i'd say maybe 40 50 ish black lady just was sitting there looking at the sky she went you know life is funny i was like what but this seems to happen to me a lot like i have these weird moments where people just call you say so you get as well where people just call you and be like can i talk to you and i was just sitting there like okay what does she want from me i was like is this a is someone gonna jump out she went she's like oh you know life just just go and do what you you need to do Go, go and chase what you need to chase. And I was like, random. This is so random. I was like, did, could she tell that wasn't okay? Or I was like, where did this come from? And she's like, she's like, no, she's like, you look, you've got this thing. It's really beautiful. I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, you've only seen me walk like two steps into the park. But okay, that's fine. But the reason why I bring this up also is that I think it's going back to that thing of having someone to talk to she probably didn't have anyone to talk to and she's probably processing the things that she needs to come to terms with or whatever, or maybe she's has serenity in her life. I don't know, but it was very strange. We spoke, we sat on that bench for about a good half an hour to an hour, to an hour. I don't know when, it, how long, but it was quite long and lengthy and we were just talking and talking. And she asked me, what, what do you do with your life? It was, just, it was very, it was so lovely. And she was like, "Well, I shouldn't interrupt your day." I was like, "I'm not really doing much, but thank you." And then I never saw her again, but it was, it was definitely what I needed to hear, mm. and there was probably things that she may have had for me that she needed to hear as well. Cause she talked about her kids, and I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timing, timing is interesting, and I think. Um... There are things that we do in our lives that you might think, oh, why did I do that? Um, I've got a thing of how important it is to let people feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so if someone is pretty and I don't know them, I'll tell them they're pretty. If someone has good energy, I, will, I think it's important to tell them that, you know, you've got good energy. Um, just, so, you know, because it's nice to feel good, mm. it's a nice thing. And so it really upsets me when people are not, not, you know, they haven't got anything nice to say. And if you haven't, it doesn't mean that you then have to say something horrible. Yeah. I guess if you're being honest, but even if you're going to say something that isn't nice or or should I say, if you're going to say something that's negative, there are ways of saying it. Yeah. So I don't know how people feel okay with themselves when they just say things. They just put it out there and think, oh, that's all right. You deal with it. Anyway, Um. Again, going back to timing, you just don't know what that person's going
0: through. No. Um, What's your favorite say at the moment? <laughs> What's your favorite say at the
1: moment? As as, no. no.
0: Don't. I, okay, go on. What do you say? You literally just said that like not too long ago. I
1: do
0: not know. Yeah. What did you? I'm, I'm going through a. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, I'm coming from a lot you don't know everyone's coming from a lot, and everyone <laughs> everyone uh, everyone's a lot is different you know yeah. to to someone else it may not be a lot, but to that person it's a major thing so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm coming... I too I'm coming from a lot
0: you too, are coming from a lot um okay, so just to wrap. Um, a couple of things um I wanted to you know I feel like this is the first one. It's very interesting. I wanna send you out on like different tasks each episode, so just picking up on what you just said, find a time in your day today, or whenever you're listening to this to just give a compliment to someone, send love out to someone. Mm-hmm. Even it could be a hug or a gesture it doesn't have to be this grand thing you just give them that moment of visibility give them that moment to feel supported and you never know let's see what blossoms from it you know? I
1: think you're a bit late because I've done that already I sent two messages of I love you. I I'm, in, in so, jan- I'm talking I'm to sorry. the listeners. Oh, you're talking to the listeners? Sorry, I thought you were talking to me. I apologise. There you go. I didn't hear, did I? <laughs> I listened, but I didn't hear
0: <laughs> No, I love it. I love it. It's staying in because
1: I lit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologise. I misunderstood. It's fine. <laughs> there I go. Not hearing again.
0: No, but it's a constant journey. And this is why I've named it this. It's like it's a constant journey of healing processing understanding and wanting to understand and the beauty in what you've what you're doing you want to understand you're making the effort and the fact that you're saying this just shows your intention and that for me trumps everything
1: Absolutely. so i want to say thank you i mean listeners you heard me apologize straight away right i'm sorry
0: okay i'm also going to create a musical playlist with all the songs that my guests uh suggest to me and so you can go back and go and listen to them uh so each week i will give my two of the week or one you can just do one if you want yeah because i feel like i sprung this on my mom sorry but you can give one you can give two but i'm gonna give one today um yeah so my one because it literally just happened recently and it was like, whoa, I haven't dealt with that, which was very strange. Um It's called To Build A Home by, yeah, that's what I'll say. I, I love this. Um By the orchestra. Am I going to say that right? Don't worry, I'll put this all up. Um, do you know why that song's important? No. So that's a song that I chose for Granddad's funeral. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, and I always said I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a performance to it when I get to a certain, Mm -hmm. I guess, level Mm -hmm. to commemorate him to. For me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um. But yeah, I was at a friend's house and they started playing it. I was like, Gosh. To build a home. I was like, I haven't acknowledged this. I haven't dealt with this. And I even said to you, I didn't realise at the time that I hadn't processed his death the way I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Cause I was moving into a new phase of my life and it was like he died. I knew it was happening. Um and then I, I was just like, okay, I'm, I just have to move on from it. Um but yeah, that's mine. To build a home, bye. I'm currently searching it now. I want to get the right name. The Cinematic Orchestra. And that's why I think it's so beautiful about it Cinematic Orchestra. Yeah. What song do you want to contribute to our playlist?
1: Um, I kind of feel where I, I'm at in my life. I want it to be a tree song, obviously, okay. because I originate from Ghana. <laughs>
0: but
1: I also think at the moment more so at the moment I listen to a lot of gospel music it's so difficult to choose so you can choose two the one that comes into my head straight away is Never Would Have Made It by Marvin Sapp
0: I do like that song Um,
1: yeah I also like let go and let God that's really really meaningful to me okay but then I feel like I need to put in this tree one okay put the tree one in
0: it's fine Um,
1: and that is um it doesn't make sense because the title is um And the title is Yesu Edin Kunim. So, that Yesu, you'd say direct translation would be Jesus, but it, it encompasses that the Almighty um, has um, got the victory. Yesu Edin Kunim over Satan's power. I so it's a mixture of <laughs> tree and English, but the song is really, really meaningful. Mm. Yesu Edin Kunim over Satan's power.
0: Um, yeah okay you can find these songs on well hopefully oh no it will be because it's beginning into existence <laughs> um on spotify and i'm going to start creating the playlist so you can hear it each week and you should see it being added each week thank you so, so much. please come connect but i just want to say thank you so much Mum, for being my first know. guest thank you for doing this it mm-hmm. is a kind of weird like i feel like we kind of find our, we found our groove towards the end but now i kind of know i
1: i love it i like the way you really made me think about home
0: Home. this topic is home finding home
1: i like it a lot so thank you for that you really made me think about things that there were a few things i hadn't really thought about so thank you
0: this is like the whole point and i do want to clarify that i really want to people to know it's a process Oh, in my eyes it's a process and i want i I want people to come on this journey with me and so we can build this family of people that are processing together Mm -hmm. and how we can teach each other and have these conversations Mm -hmm. because eventually i want to talk to people that i don't know and they can teach me something like completely new and that's that excites me Mm -hmm. knowledge excites me Mm -hmm. and especially knowledge on how i can better myself mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. incredible yeah.
0: incredible oh, thank you no but thank you so much i no love, you love you so you much okay
1: love you. bye, bye. <laughs>